This Taking Back Trump's America podcast is brought to you by Steve Bannon's War Room. Listen to Bannon's War Room live daily from 10 a.m. to noon and 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble. Or subscribe to Bannon's War Room on Apple Podcasts. Bannon's War Room. All signal, no noise. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro, and welcome to this edition of the Taking Back Trump's America podcast. In this edition, I'm simply going to share with you a little clip I did with the great Rob Schmidt at Newsmax. I think it provides some interesting insight on the parallels to my own legal situation and what happened to President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. In both cases, we had an FBI acting in a way which was highly disproportionate to the issue at hand. Take a listen. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, Welcome back. Week-long abuse of power series continues exposing FBI's political leadership and heavy-handed tactics, not just against Trump in the recent raid of Mar-a-Lago, but also many in his inner circle have experienced this. Trump's former advisor, Peter Navarro, intercepted by the feds at the Nashville airport back in early June. Uh, He was arrested, put in handcuffs, leg irons, and frog marched to a jail cell. This is uh, later on, much happier time when it was all over until he appeared appeared in court for arraignment later that same day. It was a huge, ridiculous spectacle, of course, all over two misdemeanor charges for contempt of Congress. The same charges Eric Holder faced. You remember him, Obama's boy. Eric Holder faced the same charges over the Fast and Furious scandal. I do not recall the same treatment happening to him. Do you? Peter Navarro joins us now. And, sir, it's good to have you back on. It it seems a federal D.C. judge appointed by Barack Obama... Overseeing your, overseeing your case, question the tactics of the FBI during your arrest. According to Politico, the judge saying in a hearing back in July, it's curious at a minimum why the government needed or treated Mr. Navarro's arrest in the way they did. It's a federal crime, but it's not a violent crime. It is a surprise to me that self-surrender was not offered. That's from an Obama judge. Rob, uh, look, uh, we're, we're trying to get to the bottom of that with a motion to compel discovery. And we'd love to know who made the decision to do what they did for a misdemeanor. But but let me say two things. First of all, let me make a little production note here. Like every time people have Paul Manafort on, they should show a picture of him before he went into prison. And that man is aged 20 years because of what the federal government did to that guy unnecessarily and brutally. And I'm facing a two-year prison term, Rob, for a, a, a misdemeanor simply because I stood up for my commander-in-chief and the Constitution, and I'm caught between this rock and a hard place over conflicting interpretation of what executive privilege and testimonial immunity means. But for your, for, for your special this week, know this. It's like I was taken down in leg irons by five armed FBI agents by handguns. There was no need to do that. I lived literally right across the street from the FBI. Voluntary surrender is the norm. The parallel with Mar-a-Lago was a battalion of FBI agents with with armed automatic weapons raiding panty draws and taking passports. Disproportionate response if you read the, the underlying paperwork of what they did to the boss, they're simply trying to stop him from running for office 
in 2024 because they know he sure. will win and, and rule this country in a way which is for the people, not for the corporate media and for the, for the corporate on and globalists. So this is what this is about. And I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm continually astonished by the, what the FBI keeps doing. I mean, that Mar-a-Lago thing, I thought mine was over the top. That was like, are you kidding me? I think that um, you said something earlier. It's like, uh, it's time for the FBI agents themselves to yeah. own up. Because if they keep silent after all of this, um, they're just as complicit as any gendarmes are in any authoritarian regime. This is way over the top. I try to get people to focus on the signal rather than noise. The signal right, right now is November 3rd. My Taking Back Trump's America book is a serious work designed to take the, 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 the gavel out from the clutches of Nancy Pelosi, return it to Trump Republicans so they'll stop weaponizing the investigatory powers of uh, Congress illegally and unconstitutionally yeah. in a way which perpetuates Understood. this dual system. You know what it says on the yeah. Supreme Court? Huh? Equal justice under law, right on the Supreme Court building. We don't have that right now, no, Rob. No, we don't. No, we don't. Peter Navarro, thank you so much for uh, explaining the story. You make some good points, especially about Manafort. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's unreal. We sir. appreciate it, sir. Taking Back Trump's America. That's the incendiary new book from former Trump trade czar Peter Navarro, available on Amazon today. Stephen K. Bannon calls Taking Back Trump's America a brass-knuckled insider's account of the merciless 2020 fall and miraculous 2024 rise of the White House of Trump. Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint for a new Trump White House that will truly make America great once again. Order Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon.